Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's coming up on 8.05 on this Wednesday, August 26, 2020. I'm Jace with Lex and Kenny and Rob filling in for Dawn. Thank you so much for being here. A little flashback there, uh, bringing us up, uh, bringing us back and kicking off our final hour. So, love. Love. Uh, we have... Uh, the best of birthday pranks coming up at 8.30. I have mm-hmm. a surprise for Alexis. Uh, we're going to take a trip back. We just did with dating stories. We're going to take a, tr- <laughs> a trip back uh, down memory lane in, in milliseconds. Wait, uh, do so, you know what? Does Kenny, Kenny, do you remember your first date with your roommate? Uh, oh, you, you, I, oh, good. I was just going to ask. Perfect. Oh, really? Yeah. Do, uh, do we want to go there? Yeah, we because do. Yeah, we went my there. Experiences I told my weird are, uh, massage <laughs> kit. My uh, experience is uh, nothing like yours. Oh, uh, this sounds grim. Oh. So my wife was the main one of the main bartenders at the Caboose, and I had been buying drinks for her for a long time, and we had mutual friends, and uh, she didn't know what I did. I was in radio at the time, and... I think it was on a Thursday or Friday night I was down there and somebody had told her what I did for a living and she turned out she was a listener and she walked up to me and she smacked me and said, you never told me that you're rah, 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 rah. And uh, as it turned out, during the course of conversation, we found out we were both going to go to this live outdoor show that was in a parking lot behind the 400 bar on a Sunday night. And uh, we both showed up there with other people. We both drank... Uh, copious amounts of tequila <laughs> uh-huh. and uh, we both went home and uh, had our first date then <laughs> <laughs> nice later wow. uh, yeah and of course you, uh, you know <laughs> and, and so well <laughs> in a sense we got married that night <laughs> and of course, I was in radio, so my three wake-up calls and all these alarms went off at three thirty in the morning. You know, this was after about fifteen minutes of sleep. So, I went into work and just left her there at my apartment. <laughs> no, and uh, we had our first official date probably later in that week. And I went over to her house to uh, pick her up, and I was sitting in the kitchen, and she. And I knew her first name, but I had no idea what her last name was. And I had known her for a while, and I should have known this. Uh, so she went down the hall to go to the bathroom, and I reached in her purse, grabbed her wallet, looked at her ID, <laughs> so I knew what 
what her last name was. No. Kenny. And, uh, we went from oh. there. And uh, a few years, you know, and eventually we moved in together. And uh, then I think the proposal came um, upstairs in the main room, First Avenue, on the, uh, it would be stage right on the left side where there was a, a bar up there. And it was kind of just an agreement. It wasn't really a proposal. It was just kind of, you know, uh, we've been doing this for a few years now. Maybe we should just get married. Yeah, okay, let's get married. (laughs) (laughs) And then our marriage, which might have been, I don't know, six months later or whatever, was us going up to the North Shore and staying at the Cascade Lodge, uh, which is just a few miles south of Grand Marais. And uh, we had a Justice of the Peace from Grand Marais, the cook uh, from the Cascade Lodge, and the front desk lady at the Cascade Lodge were our witnesses. <laughs> and then we called, <laughs> we called our families a couple of days later and said, oh, hey, by the way, we're married now. Yes, we did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we, we kind of have our own way of doing things. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, there everybody, we go. Everybody said that we should name our first kid Jose, uh, you know, as a dedication to uh, Jose Cuervo. <laughs> we were, uh, boy, those were the days where we could both still drink a bottle of tequila each and keep functioning. Uh, and now, of course, I have two shots and I have to go to bed. Same. <clears throat> we're cheap yeah. dates now. What happened? Yeah. Well. Man. Age. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I always laugh listening to you guys talk about uh, first dates and romance and holding hands <laughs> and all that, and it was it was nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> she actually walked up to me in that bar and smacked me. And said, "How come you didn't tell me you were blah 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 blah?" I was like, "That's not my style. I don't do that. I, I never, you know, say yeah. what I do or." anything like that <laughs> oh my goodness oh, oh. well and i knew she had called the radio station where i i was working at am 1500 you know and it was more yeah. of a talk station then and i knew she had called numerous times to oh you recognize her voice oh yeah absolutely but i didn't tell her any of that you know <laughs> how does she not recognize your voice I well, you know, it's a loud club and and all of that, and oh, we sure. run into each other everywhere backstage. I remember one time we were both backstage. I think at a show, uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket, if I remember sure. right. Oh, and yeah. then after hours parties, you know, par- parties that don't start till one, two in the morning, and you know, I'd be at a party at three a.m. and she'd come strolling in with some dude. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we were hipsters. Oh. Yeah. Oh nice. my goodness! Seems still now together. Just, yeah. Yeah. Now we're just okay. tired, uh, tired old roommates. Getting I was just gonna say now you're <laughs> now now you're lovely roommates. That's yeah. right. Did with that your own side with of the, the kid, especially because hmm. uh, you'll find out. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> hmm. <laughs> just wait. Uh... <laughs> it's exhausting sometimes. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. That's true. Eight eleven. Oh, how, go ahead, Rob. How much longer after you went into her into her purse to look at her license did you tell her that story? Uh, oh, oh, good question. Fifteen years. <laughs> 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 well, 
Smart man. And I didn't actually tell her. I actually said it on the radio. That's how she found out. A decade and a half. That's how long I waited. But the one thing about her is she's very tolerant about what I do. I mean, as you can tell, I can pretty much say anything, and she gets it. You know, yeah. It's it's you know she understands a lot like Colin and yeah and and you're you know on Hill are they they get it they know what we do and they they, forgive us for it (laughs) absolutely Colin Colin's very understanding yeah yeah you know I you know please I spend half the time making fun of the idiosyncrasies of our relationship and yeah. you know how i drive him nuts and how he drives me crazy and and all that stuff so but yeah. he 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 knows it's 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 a show it's a show yeah well, uh, and it's funny because you're so right kenny when you've seen someone because on hill and i work together and so <laughs> b arthur texted us about the massage lotion and stuff the kit how yeah, creepy that yeah. was and how she'd like run away by that point it was nice because we had worked together we'd been at work parties we'd hit the bar after work and you know we'd see each other at work so it just it didn't seem really weird at the time but i guess if it was a true first date and we didn't know each other then it would be weird weird. to get a massage kit yes yeah yeah there was one time i was sitting at an after hours party sitting on the couch and there was a a, a nice lady sitting next to me and a nice lady sitting in my lap and uh, she walked in the door and i the lady that was on my lap i tossed her off my lap And got up and talked to her. Aww. Get off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Get yeah. off. You really liked uh, her then, Kenny. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. So sweet. It's Yeah, and the thing is, at the time, everybody knew her way more than they knew me. So we'd go knew into you, a bar yeah. or a party or something. And since I kept such a low profile, people only knew me because I went out a lot. I was in the bars seven days a week. But everybody knows her because she was, you know, one of the main bartenders uh, at the Caboose. Yeah. Uh, Caboose. Oh, there's a yeah. there's a place I haven't thought about in a while. Yeah. Uh, it's 8.13. Another thing I haven't thought about in a while, it's a little flashback since we're going down memory lane. We have an unintentional theme today. Uh, as we're speaking right now, it is the uh, ninth anniversary, the ninth anniversary of the very first Project Down and Dirty State Fair. Um, yeah. Where uh, B. Arthur made all of us live in a trailer filled with rats uh, on the state fair fairgrounds. And this is a little audio uh, that Facebook just reminded me of, of, of the two of us, Lex. We're in our, uh, we're in our My Talk gear. And in the background, uh, the Colleen and the Boys, the uh, show here on My Talk with Chris Reavers and uh, Colin Cruz. And they are singing a song. They made up a song to try to get donations for their uh, charity. Well, Lex and I weren't having it, and we grabbed our camera and started making up our own song to raise money for our charity. So here's a very young Jason and Alexis from 2000, uh, from 2009, it would have been? Yeah. Take a listen to this. Listen, listen in the background. Colleen is singing a stupid song for their charity. So we have a song. We don't need a stupid song to convince you to vote for our charity. Face lodge. Think of the children. Think of the children. Think of the children. 
God. That was our little song to try to get people to uh, donate to uh, Faith Lodge, and uh, yeah, that was that was us, uh, and that was Lex. That was the night because I couldn't stay with you guys on oh. night one because I I was doing I was anchoring the morning news, but I was allowed to stay with you guys for night two. Yeah. So so that was the night that Lex and I slept in a sleeping oh. bag pressed up against the sliding door of this trailer of this trailer mobile home and at the feet uh, of Lori and Julia on the comfy hide a bed. Yeah. They had the hide a bed. Lex and I were on the floor like dogs, uh, sharing a sleeping bag. And, uh, I'll never, I'll never forget the best. still one of the best memories ever of my talk. We all wake up in the morning and, Lex and I are kind of the first ones up and we're we're trying not to wake everyone, but we slowly wake up and Lex is like, where is everybody? I'm like, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and we look around and we're doing inventory and we're like, okay. Roll call. Ka- yeah. Yeah. There's Colleen. And then we go Reavers and Reavers like, yeah, I'm back here. <laughs> and then, and then GR's in there. And then we're like, uh, Ian and Marjorie had the bedroom because they were the adults. Yeah. They were the couple. So they had the, the nook nook palace. Yeah, so they had a dad's si- room. Yeah, and then Lori and Julia were on these monk feds, and then all of a sudden Lex goes, Donnie? Donnie? Where's Donnie? Donnie? And no one knew where Donnie was, and all of a sudden, Lori goes, he passed out in the recliner in the lactation station, and sure enough, we go out there, and Donnie is sleeping, cold sleeping in a recliner in the lactation station. Oh, and there's the Lori that got any sleep. Yeah, Lori yeah. all gri- grisly. He fell asleep in the recliner <laughs> in the lactation station. Well, oh, God, geez, we died. The, the reason we were on the floor was I, we, oh, so right. we had to run into the trailer and pick different, you know, where we were going to sleep. And I was thinking, oh, good, I want those bunk beds in the back. Well, I went in the wrong door with Donnie. That's why we kind of got the, the crappy places to sleep. We were supposed to sleep on the kitchen table. There was a little thing, like an inlet that went in there that you just, a piece of board that you, that made it a whole oh, bed, and we broke right. it. <laughs> <laughs> we, broke, we broke that, do you remember? We broke the bed. Yes, we did. And they're like, fine, and we, you can just sleep on the floor. Yep. Oh, gosh. Oh, well, man. Good eight, times. Seven, good times. Nine years. Uh, yeah, you know what? That was the one time, definitive line that was drawn before we were not really close as a team you know we just yeah. kind of did our own shows we did our own yep. thing but something about staying in that trailer together changed everything all jammed in there and sleeping and going and getting some wine slushies yep it changed that everything helped. especially with Lori and julia we weren't so afraid of them anymore right. uh, eight, uh well we're gonna take a break uh elizabeth reese is next this is a my talk dirt alert Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's get caught up with the entertainment stories of the day in the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hi, Elizabeth. Well, hello, friends. Nice to hear your voices today. Good morning. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Jamie Lynn Spears is uh, getting involved in her sister Brittany's life. She has been named as a trustee for Brittany. So she's going to play a more significant role in her sister's conservatorship. This is according to new court records. So this um, SJB revocable trust was initially set up to protect Brittany and her children's finances. And Jamie Lynn has reportedly requested that the court authorize um, Fidelity Financial Management to serve as a financial advisor and create blocked accounts to hold her 38-year-old sister's assets. So... Uh, Jamie Lynn will then be the one who ensures that these assets and cash will be used for Britney's two children if Britney were to pass away. I, huh. Isn't it I just, I, it, I know, I know there's much, much, much more to it, but it just scares me or it just makes me wonder what's going on when your little sister yeah. is put in charge of you. Has to be in charge. That's true. Is that better than Papa, though? I don't know, guys. I just think, I don't really think that they're, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just thinking too much of people, but I don't believe that her family is, I mean, I think Brittany would, if she was in a good mental state, she would take care of her family financially anyway. You know, there yes. wouldn't necessarily need to be this huge um, control situation. No, nothing about it makes them look good in the public that they're controlling Brittany's assets. I think Brittany is so ill that she needs help. Yeah. And that and, yep. and this whole free Britney thing, yeah, maybe free Britney, but maybe Britney needs to be freed from her illness, not necessarily people mm -hmm. around her yes. who yep. are trying to take care of her. You know, and yeah. and yeah. I think if you look at families who have someone who um has real difficulties with mental stability and is a parent and maybe has resources, the, trying to figure out how to manage that is so challenging. Yes. Yep. It so just, I'm going to uh, give them the benefit of the doubt. I've taken off my yeah. Colleen and Bradley issued tinfoil hat, mm -hmm. and I've set it aside. I put it in the closet for just this morning, but then I'll put it back on later. Okay. Yeah. Do they charge you? I agree. No, they Do actually they pay me to wear it. Okay. They, yeah, they pay me <laughs> to wear it, which feels like a great deal. And, you know, whatever. Whatever for a paycheck, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> Angelina Jolie wants Brad Pitt to get off his high horse amid this court battle, is what Yes Weekly is reporting today, that she's had enough of Brad Pitt. Their ongoing divorce and custody proceedings just continue, and they've been at war about the private judge handling their case, who Angelina claims is too close to Brad Pitt's legal team. Uh, here's what a source says. She only wants peace and what's fair, even when Brad Pitt is adversarial especially when it comes to seeing their children. Angelina is a very protective parent, and everything she's done is for the health of the family. This is obviously coming from Angie's camp. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. he's it's saying obvious. that Angelina has gone way too far. He's digging in. He's fighting back. Um, their court battle continues. There you go. Uh, Lori Laughlin terrified of going to prison amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Fair enough. Yeah, I'd be yeah. too. I mean, yep. I'd be terrified of going to prison, not even in a pandemic. Same. Yeah, they don't have backyard chicken eggs there. and. Mm -mm. <laughs> no, they don't. No, Elizabeth, they sorry don't. About that. Yeah. No, and I don't think those jumpsuits breathe very well. Unless you're so. watching Orange is the New Black. Did yeah. they have some chickens? Yeah, maybe they did. I kind of, that. I only watched the first couple seasons of that show. Actually,
actually, backyard coops would probably be really positive in uh-huh. a prison yeah. environment. Yeah. Um, so she's terrified. This has been like a black cloud hanging over them. And now, I don't know. If I were her, I would just be like, let's just get it done with. And 2020 yep. is already a disaster anyway. So, yeah, you know, it's not like it's been that great for anybody. Nope. Let's just write it off. Real ha- she's probably getting like Martha Stewart style too, right? I mean, it's going to be a low security, yeah. Scrapbook and stuff. So watch TV. I don't know, and maybe it'll be good for her. You know, for Martha, it was a real humbling moment where she got to know some people that were outside of her realm. You know, and Lori yeah. Laughlin has clearly gotten herself into a situation where she is completely distanced from real life issues and real people who aren't just the uber rich, right? Right. And she needs to get connected with some people who are kind of struggling on the day to day a little bit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, that's what the goal of Real Housewives of New York is, too. So uh, apparently, according to TMZ, uh, Real Housewives is going to look different this year. Now, Dorinda, there's conflicting reports. Some say she was fired because she's a mean drunk. And others say that she and Bravo decided to mutually end their partnership and she's not going to be on the show anymore. Um, but what people can agree on is that producers want to feature more than just rich white women, that they're looking to diversify the current all white cast for season 13 and producers are actively searching and in talks with some potential new faces. I mean, the racial divide on this show on these, all these franchises has been really ridiculous. Yeah. I'm yeah. just sad. Uh, no matter what, I'm sad to see her go. Admittedly, she's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's I fair. Would have got, I would have gotten rid of everyone else but her. <laughs> Honestly, I really yeah. would have. Yeah, there all of go. them. Currently, I would have left. <laughs> Thanks, friends. Um, Thanks, we're leaving Elizabeth. Elizabeth right where she is. And then you can watch her today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. When we come back, the very best of birthday pranks next. Oh, there's that flashback music you just heard about. Welcome back. Yeah. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything intentional bumper music. I'm Jace uh-huh. with Lex and Kenny and Rob filling in for Dawn. Dawn has a message for all of you, my talkers. Head over to her Instagram uh, account for that, Dawn at Dark. And uh, we look forward to welcoming her back next week right here on the show. Rob's going to be with us until then. And uh, so Dawn is fine. She's doing well. And uh, she looks forward to coming back. And for more, uh, head to her Instagram account uh, for her message to all of you. It is uh, 833. Okay. Uh, we love this. We always get a good chuckle of it uh, out of it. It's the best of birthday pranks. But this is actually the most fun part of it. We are going to pick which one to play. And we're going to try to figure out, have we played this one before? This is I, I love this. It's one of my favorite things that we do. Okay. So I have a couple, Lex, we're going to okay. choose from. Okay. Okay. We have... I have a uh, cheerleader. I think I played that one when we had technical difficulties. I, I if someone can I correct me. that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, hand model or karaoke? Which one? Hand model or karaoke? Hmm. Kenny, is there one sticking out to you? I like karaoke because that makes I'm me uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Here it- oh ideas we need to karaoke together hmm. oh yeah oh no jeez i can't say anything to you too <laughs> no it's fine it's fine here we go everybody uh it is the best of birthday pranks it's called karaoke hello hey may i speak to Teresa, please this is her hey Teresa. it's jason matheson from my talk 1071 how are you oh hey i'm good how are you 
I'm good. How are you? Oh, good. Um, so we got your email, and uh, you want to birthday prank your husband, Josh, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, tell me a little bit about, because you have an idea. So what? Uh, tell me your idea, or tell me what you're thinking. Okay, well, like, the gist of it is he thinks that he's, like, a karaoke superstar, basically. So we go out and we do karaoke with our friends, and it's, like, super embarrassing because he's, like, hogging the mic the whole time. He thinks he's, like, I don't know, like, God's gift to singing, and he's not that great. And it's, like, we all want to just, like, have fun and drink and, like, have a good time, and he's making it, like, an American Idol audition or something. So he... He kind of hogs. He hogs the karaoke stage. Yeah, completely. And he like does really embarrassing songs too. Like, what do you mean? Like he'll do just super cliche stuff, like "Build Me Up, Buttercup" and like "Sweet Home Alabama." It's like, I don't know. It's just, it's very like corny and cliche. Got it. Okay. Well, I think I, uh, I I think I have an idea, and I will give him a call and see what we can do. Sound good? Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Hello? Uh, may I speak to Josh, please? Yeah, this is Josh. Hey, Josh. Uh, this is Chad. Uh, I'm calling. I'm one of the managers at uh, the and How are you? Oh, hey, how are you? I'm I'm, ri- I'm I'm well. I'm well. Hey man, I uh this is uh this is awkward and this is a uh, this is a weird phone call to make, but um you you and your wife and you and your friends, you guys come in here a lot for karaoke, right? I I love seeing karaoke at your place. Yeah, I know. And uh thus the reason this is a little awkward. Um we have gotten, and this is no joke, we have gotten some complaints about you and your song choices, and it's not just a few. We've received a lot, and it's consistent, and I I hate to do this, but we, we have to ask you for a prolonged period of time to not do karaoke at our place. Chris, I'm a little, uh, a little confu- uh, confused. I don't. I'm like one of the best customers at the bar. I I know. Thus, a reason. This is really. It's. This is not a phone call. Uh, believe me. In uh, there's just a couple of us, uh, and I. Uh, I volunteered to do this, and I feel bad. But if it was just one or two complaints, look. You know, music is subjective. One person likes Cher and the other likes Megadeth. But uh, I have just received more than a few complaints about, uh, well, I mean, to be very blunt, your singing and your song choices. And it just, it, it seems to be taking away from the enjoyment of the other customers. Wait, I don't understand. You're saying it's because... I'm a bad singer or because I I'm not I look man I'm not saying you're a bad singer I'm not Simon Cowell I, you know I'm not uh, I'm not gonna judge I'm just telling you what customers are telling me and okay. that's the reason I, why I I mean I appreciate I'm just having a hard time uh, this processing this man I, I I feel like I go to the bar all the time it, is this that I, I I could see that that bartender was getting upset about the Kiss song. Should I have not done the Kiss song? Because I feel like that was a great one. 
That was like a throwback. I thought all the people in the bar were loving that. It was just that one bartender, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, look, again, uh, Kiss or uh, Casey and the Sunshine Man or, or, or the Carpenters, whatever you want to do, I don't think it's necessarily the song. Well, it is a little bit of the song choices, but I, I think it's just the frequency and and the fact that people, I, I think you're up there. I think you're up there so much that you're kind of taking away other people's time. And because you're up there so much, people are not liking what they're hearing and I have to think of the other customers so that's why I can't have you back for karaoke I I don't know I I, I feel um, just like I had a loyalty to this place you know I always came to you guys for karaoke because I you know it was something yeah. that was, like I felt like I was sharing with the bar and the bar was giving i don't know yeah I'm, I'm you may have to bit. share with somebody know, else because um, if i'll ever be back after that like i i feel like um like really underappreciated and i'm i you know i'll, I'll take my service somewhere else next time well so. okay well my friend, let me be let me be clear. We weren't paying you. I, I, this uh, this service. We I were. Know, I, 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 I did come to the like I came to the bar and I, I had. It wasn't like I was. I, I know I'm not singing karaoke for money. I'm just saying yeah. like I'm. You know, if you don't want me as a patron, I'm not coming back as a patron. Well, we do actually want you to come back because I want to personally <laughs> see. I want to personally see your face when we tell you that this is a birthday prank. This is Jason Matheson from My Talk 1071, and why don't you say hello to your wife, Teresa? Hey, oh babe. <laughs> that is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cannot believe I just got that worked up. Uh, Josh, you got very worked <laughs> up over your services as a karaoke singer. I, I would, uh, you take that a little, I think you take that a little too seriously, my friend. Well, yeah, okay, exactly. that's like, that's like our date night thing. I don't. Teresa. What am I, I going to tell? I was going to tell Teresa that I couldn't go back to karaoke. Uh, Teresa, I've never said this before in birthday pranks. No wonder you wanted to prank him for this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is justifiable, right? Josh, my friend. I got to come karaokeing with you. I got to see what this is all about. Yeah, you can take Wait, my so this, place, bud. <laughs> oh, my God. This is going on the radio. <laughs> this is go. Yeah. Oh, believe me, my friend. This is going on the radio. And I think we're even going to send a copy to the bar, believe me. Oh, God. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Have a good birthday, both of you. Thanks for being good sports. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> the best of birthday pranks. Wednesdays right here on the show. It's coming up on 842. Stay right there. We're going to welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment, everything lampshades. I'm Jace with Lex oh. and Kenny. Mm-hmm. You shopping? No, not really. Oh. No, I haven't bought a lampshade in a long time. Very, very long time. Have you? Yeah. I uh, no, no. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Rob, Rob filling in for Dawn. Don't forget to head over to Dawn's Instagram for a message uh, for all of you. Uh, she'll be back on the show next week. She's doing well. Yeah, she'll be uh, back on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Meanwhile, thanks to Rob for filling in, and thanks to Grant. Uh, we really appreciate uh, both the guys. I we started uh, we started the hour with a little trip down memory lane and I got to tell you it, it's still I in some ways it seems like yesterday and in some ways uh, more ways it seems like a lifetime ago that we did the very first project down and dirty and it seems fitting 
to go down memory lane about it because sadly tomorrow would have been the start of the fair for us and uh, we we would have started our our state fair broadcasts and uh, we're not going to do it so it for many reasons it, it makes me smile to to remember that very first project down in dirty where we lived in a trailer on the fairgrounds and did dirty jobs and and that's how that whole thing began that's how PD&D started um yeah. was that it was a singular idea and Lex and Lori and Julia didn't believe us. And and let's be honest, we really didn't get along with Lori and Julia back then. No one, no one really. It wasn't a love fest between any of us. We just didn't know each other. We, we didn't. Did. Ha- yeah. We didn't. Yeah. Um, but Le- I remember walking through the hallway, Lex. I know exactly where we were. This was at the conclusion of Project Down and Dirty Number One, and we were walking by the double wide. You, you and I, we had come from lunch. And we looked at each other and said, the bosses loved this. And this was a <laughs> smashing success. Uh-huh. And when the, when the bosses here like something, we do it. We do it until that thing is dead, wilting on the ground and bleeding. Like, <laughs> we, we ride it we until it, we yeah. can't. We beat it until we can't do it anymore. I said, Lex, we're going to be doing And Lex and I are both uh-huh. like, guys, prepare yourself. And Lori and Julie are like, no, 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 we're not doing this again. We're not doing this again. It was fun once. And we looked at them, Kenny, and we both said, mm-hmm. guys, just prepare yourself because this is going to happen again. Every They're, year. Every year. They loved this. I said the bosses loved this. And lo and behold, almost 10 years later, we're still doing it. We're still yep. doing it. Probably you know not this they, year, but yeah. Oh, you know right. why they love it so much, sure. don't you? Why? Because it was their idea. If one of you guys had come up with this, they would have shot it down in a New York second. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then they come up with it, they'll deny. Hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. So the next year it was the Mall of America. Then it was boot camp. Uh huh. Um. Oh. And then it was musical. Musical. And then it was somewhere uh, in there. Yeah, then it was restaurant, about- rock band. That's it. Yeah. Uh, um, comedy. Comedy. Wait, was that the next one? I think no. so. And then art. And then art. Yeah, and I think that's all of them. Are missing one in there? Can we I assume think- that COVID is canceled it this year? If there is, if there's a God, (laughs) can one good thing come of 2020? Can one good thing please come of 2020? That was the sound of Kenny baiting Jason and Jason taking the hook. Thank you for saying that, Jason. Thank you for asking Kenny. (laughs) Just one year off. Just give everybody a year off. It's the only, I think the only time. I mean, we've had spats. We 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 bicker. We haven't bickered in a while. I barely have talked to her actually lately, other than just on the air. But um, it is one of maybe three times in knowing Amy for well, two thousand six. So what is it? Fifteen years almost. Mm-hmm. It is one of the few times we got into a legitimate, like not for air, not fake. We got into a legitimate screaming match with each other, like mad, like just during mad. rock band. Rock band, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was that was pretty miserable. I remember I was... going on a walk. Well, our band was called Sad Panda for a reason. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Do you remember Lex? Poor Holly. 
when Holly, Holly was filling in because this was between this was between um, Inga Bretson and Don McLean. This is when we were yeah, between right. producers. It was Don's like, first. Well, welcome. Let's yeah. go do Project Down and Dirty. Yes. All oh, right. And yeah. this was um, so Holly was with us filling in, and Holly had to announce what the topic was, and we had no idea. <laughs> And she oh, said, and, "Oh, that's right." Okay. And Holly, I wish we had that air check oh. somewhere. I really wish we had that somewhere, because Holly oh. mentioned. Holly goes, and it's rock band, and I. Oh my god. I, I wasn't ramping it up for the show. I wasn't no. faking it. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be. Um, uh, disagreeable just to be funny or to, you know, uh, do a caricature of myself. I was legitimately, um, I was legitimately so angry and so like dreading this. I was speechless. And Lex, Lex tried her best. (laughs) God, I wish you could hear it. Cause you, they came to me. Lex goes, Chase, yeah. Chase, like, yes. what do you think of it? Yeah, this is gonna be. I great. was so excited, you know. I always wanted to be a rock star, so this yeah. was our opportunity. Oh, and yeah, you were just like chirp, 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 oh. chirp. And not even remember, like, like not even chirp, chirp. Like I was chirp, chirp, but also when I did speak, Lex could tell. Like oh. Lex went from thinking I was joking to you realizing that I was not joking. That I, I wanted. To oh. quit. <laughs> yeah, and so... that did not ease over time either. <laughs> it grew and grew, and then we're there, and we're there for the broadcast. We're in the studio, and I look over, and you're like, Mer. <laughs> Just like, oh, great, here we go. <laughs> and there were all these instruments. I'm like, well, let's oh. play the cymbals. Oh, look at this. Look what I could do. And you're like, mm. <laughs> So what did so... you end up playing, Jason? What what was your nothing? Instrument? No, I didn't oh. play anything. And uh, but I, uh, B. Arthur pulled me. We were out in the parking lot. She was smoking her cigs, and she pulled me out there. And we were scream. Well, first she screamed at me on the phone while the show was happening because I was so bitter about it. She called me in a commercial break, which she never does. I mean, you know, because you you leave people yeah. alone during the broadcast. But she called me. And was screaming, Kenny, like screaming at the top of her lungs. She's like, you, you, you be a grown up. She goes, you're <laughs> acting like a child. She's like, she goes, put on your panties. She's like screaming. She goes, pull up your pants and act like a man. And I was, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, screaming like blood. Because well, we weren't I'm, raising money for our no, charity. and Because like, I didn't want to uh, talk about it. Yeah, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> That's when you I, just cut a check to the charity. Yourself, I know. Jason. That's what I said, yeah. Kitty, and she didn't like, like that either. Because I was like, I'll just write a check. Oh God! 10K. It was so good. Oh, B. Arthur, I'm such a pill. Anyway, know thyself. Oh, uh, thanks memories. for listening today. Memories, like the court. Go out there and be yourself. Put Nobody can tell eyes. you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Except, don't be a sad panda. Pull your pants up. <laughs> Have a great day. We love you. Bye, friend.